welcome back to another episode of Transformative Change with me, your host, Arol. Today's topic is one about perspective. So the other day I was recording an episode on your ego. Uh, if you haven't heard the recording, I recommend you to go back and listen to it and listen to it after you have seen or listened to this one. Because after I published it, I, of course, asked for feedback. Um, I went to my girlfriend and I said, hey, have you listened to my latest episode? What do you think about it? She got quiet for a second and then she said, well, I liked it. But there were some provocative things in there. Um, So you can say that the feedback session didn't really go the way I expected it to go. Of course, you always expect to get an ego boost every time you're the best. But that's the good thing about my girlfriend. She gives honest feedback. And she made me think of something. She said that one of my conclusions in the episode was around ego and interrupting each other. And she said, well, that's true if you potentially live in the Western world and the northern part of the Western world where where we live. Uh, In the Nordics, you are polite, you don't interrupt each other. But the perspective on different cultures isn't always the same. I would say that in some parts of the world, interrupting each other is a way of interacting. Uh, I don't know that because that's not my culture. My culture is to have another type of tempo or dialogue so it can be perceived as rude or ego ego boosting when you are interrupting to get your voice heard. That's what we're going to look at today. We're going to look at different perspective. We're going to start scratching the surface of what does different perspective mean and how can you be more mindful of them in your interactions with people. People that might not have the same background as you, culture aspect, uh, religious aspect, etc., And as always, we're not going to solve anything today, but we're going to start looking at the tools and make you mindful about this process. But first, before we get started, welcome back to the podcast Transformative Change. And for those of you that don't know what transformative change is, it is the major shift in an environment that significantly changes its characteristics or its outcomes. This type of change brings about deep and lasting transformations that fundamentally change the way things are done, the way people think or view certain situations, or the direction in which a society or organization is headed. The goal of a transformative change is to improve the overall well-being of individuals and communities or to address systematic problems or inequalities. In this podcast, we will digest cross-cutting topics that are needed to drive the transformational change. No areas are off-limit, and the purpose is to help you in your journey towards creating long-lasting impact. So what is different perspectives? Well, different perspectives refer to the various ways of looking at or interpreting a situation, concept, idea, or event. These perspectives can be influenced by individual experiences, beliefs, cultural backgrounds, disciplines, and more. And I'm going to list a few examples to make it easier 
for us to really get caught up in the understanding of what different perspective means. So let's start with one of the, the more obvious ones. And I think I've already mentioned it in the, um, the, the introduction here. Cultural perspectives. Having a difference in cultural perspective is about your upbringing, the culture you were brought up to, what is the norm, what is accepted. What are you expected to do from the cultural side of things? And having that perspective involves viewing something through the lens of a particular culture. Different cultures can have unique values, different norms and traditions that shape how they perceive and interpret things. So take that perspective about interrupting each other. That is considered rude in many parts of the world but it's not considered rude in all parts of the world. So I had a major bias when I was describing egos because I thought it was rude and I thought it was about the ego. But that can be a cultural aspect as well. So that's why it's important to bring this in to your own analysis when you are discussing, when you are bringing conclusion forwards and evaluate your conclusions. So when you're analyzing, for instance, uh, a piece of art, a cultural perspective would consider how the artist's cultural background and societal influences have shaped the artwork, themes, symbols, and meanings. So when you're looking at different art prospects, you need to understand where the artist is coming from because your interpretation might not be the same as what the artist want you to perceive, because your backgrounds are different. So other perspective to look on are also historical perspective. This perspective considers the historical context and background of a situation or concept. Understanding historical events and trends can provide insights into why things are the way they are today. So, for instance, a way of looking at the historical perspective is understanding the causes and consequences uh, of a war requires examining historical events, treaties, and power dynamics that led to that conflict and the aftermath. It is also important to understand when we have the historical perspective, which potentially also brings towards the the cultural one. Why did certain things happen at a certain point in time? Uh, We can't possibly understand how it was living during the Middle Ages when they were burning witches, for instance. So we have to understand that what they know then and what we know now, what is happening in the world around them, Take it from, from me, for instance. I, I've lived in a country that hasn't been at war for over 200 years. How could I possibly understand how it is to come from a region uh, where there are a lot of wars and has been? Or try to examine and understand how it was during World War II. I have no idea because I lived in peace my entire life. So another perspective that's worth bringing into this is the sociological perspective. Sociology examines the impacts of society, social structures, and institutions on individuals and groups. 
this perspective considers how social factors influence behaviors, attitudes, and interactions. An example of this is that a sociological perspective on poverty would focus how social structures, such as education and economic systems, contribute to the perpetuation of poverty within a certain community. And if you are living in a relatively well, well, good behavior where your economic needs are met, you have food, your parents are academics, it's very hard for you to understand people that come from another socioeconomical background. So it's important to understand your interpretation of the situation is not the same as theirs because there are other factors at play. The psychological perspective. So psychology explores the individual mind, behavior and emotions. Different psychological perspectives such as cognitive, behavioral or psychoanalytics provides distinct ways of understanding human experiences. An example of this is a psychological perspective on uh, addiction would explore how genetics, brain, chemistry, and environmental factors interact to influence an individual's uh, sustainability to addictive behaviors. The economic perspective. So economics focus on the allocation of resources and the production, distribution, and consumption of goods and services. Economic perspectives analyze how economic factors impact decisions and outcomes. An example of this is analyzing the impact of minimum wage. Wage increases would involve studying how it affects employment rates, consumer spending, and the overall economic growth in the society. The political perspective. This perspective looks at issues through the lens of power, governance, and political ideologies. It's examining how political systems and structures influence decision-making and uh, societal dynamics. So why are we doing different things based on the political influence that we see in society? And a political perspective on a policy decision might consider how the interests of various political parties and lobbying groups influence the outcome. So taking this perspective when you're analyzing the situation. Environmental perspective. This perspective considers the ecological and environmental factors involved in a situation. It looks at the interactions between humans and their natural surroundings. An example of this is an environmental perspective on deforestation would examine the ecological consequences such as habitat loss and climate change resulting from the removal of forests. So then we're analyzing it from that perspective. Ethical perspective, which is a really interesting one as well, is it examines moral principles and values, which is of course tightly related as well with the the cultural ones. And different ethical perspectives, such as utilitarianism, deontology, and virtue ethics, guide individuals' judgments about what is right or wrong. And when we're discussing medical ethics, for instance, an ethical perspective might involve debating the morality of uh, getting self-assistant for suicide based on principles of autonomy, uh, benefits, and non-male efficiency. And this perspective around 
the morality goes to the individual perspective, but also what you're allowed to do in the society. The gender perspective. This perspective focusing on the roles and expectations and experiences on different genders. It considers how societal norms and expectations impact individuals based on their gender identity. A gender perspective on workplace diversity would analyze how gender-based biases affect hiring practices, to mention one, uh, and career advancement opportunities. Interdisciplinary perspective. Interdisciplinary perspective combine insights from multiple fields to provide a more comprehensive understanding on complex issues. This approach often draws on diverse expertise to tackle very large problems. And when we say very large problem in this perspective, is getting all of these different perspectives that I listed up to come to a conclusion that best represents the truth. And and addressing the climate change, for instance, you can do that from just the ecological perspective. But really, if you want to address climate change, it requires an interdisciplinary perspective that combines knowledge from fields such as science, economics, policy and ethics to develop a comprehensive solution to this. And then we're going to take two different uh, more perspectives here. One is the personal perspective, where each individual has a unique viewpoint shaped by their personal experiences, beliefs, and emotions. Personal perspectives contribute to diversity in how people perceive and interpret the world. And this is one of the most interesting ones, I think, because you look at individuals and you talk to individuals and they interpret and they see the world completely different from you. Sometimes they see it very similar, but this is the beauty of getting to know people. They always have something to teach you and you always get surprised, good and bad. Personal experience with a particular uh, illness, for instance, you grew up with a close relative or you had it yourself uh, might lead to someone to advocate for better healthcare policies and research funding in that specific areas. I think we've seen it, many of us, that you have somebody in your your proximity. It might be someone on LinkedIn that constantly posts on a particular disease because they have experience with it. So their personal experience is leading them to drive uh, the betterness for that cause. And the final thing I'm going to take up here is the scientific perspective. Science seeks to explain natural phenomena through systematic observation, experimentation, and analysis. Scientific perspectives involve evidence-based reasoning and empirical data. Using the scientific perspective, research at my studied effects of a new drug on a specific medical condition to control experiments and data analysis. So the scientific perspective is really trying to find the scientific approach and explanations on certain things. And these are just a few examples of many different perspectives that exist. People often adopt or or switch between multiple perspectives depending on the context, helping them to gain a broader and more nuanced understanding of the world around them. It's important to note that these perspectives often overlap and interact, contributing to a more holistic understanding of complex issues. And people can draw from these different perspectives to gain insight, 
solve problems, and make informed decisions in various domains of life. Incorporating different perspectives into your thinking can greatly enhance your understanding of various issues, foster creativity, and promote effective problem solving. So let's see some strategies to help you become better at incorporating different perspectives into your daily life. The first one is practice active listening. When engaging in discussions or conversations, focus on truly listening to others without interrupting. This allows you to understand their viewpoints before formulating your response. Seek diverse sources of information. So read from a variety of sources, including those with different viewpoints. This helps you to avoid echo chambers and expose you to a broader range of ideas and perspectives. Engage in dialogue. Engage in respectful conversations with people who hold different beliefs or have different backgrounds than you. This can help you gain insights into their perspectives and challenge your own assumptions. Read widely. Explore literature, academic papers, and articles from different disciplines and cultures. This can provide you with a more well-rounded understanding of complex issues. Be open-minded. Approach discussions with an open mind and willingness to consider viewpoints that differ from your own. Avoid immediately dismissing ideas that challenge your own existing beliefs. Practice empathy. Put yourself in other shoes to understand their emotions, experiences, and motivations. This can help you better appreciate their perspectives and build connections. Engage in cross-disciplinary learning. Dwell into subjects beyond your field of expertise. Learning about different disciplines can provide fresh insights and alternative ways of thinking. Challenge your cognitive biases. Be aware of cognitive biases, such as confirmation bias, which is favoring information that already confirms your existing beliefs, or anchoring bias, which is relying too heavily on the first piece of information that you encountered. Actively work to counter these biases. Use creative problem-solving techniques, techniques like brainstorming, mind mapping, or the six, uh, six thinking hats method can help you explore different angles and perspectives when approaching problems. Cultivate a growth mindset. Embrace challenges and view them as opportunities to learn and grow. This mindset encourages you to seek out new perspective as a means of personal development. Join diverse groups, participate in clubs, organizations, or communities that bring together people from different backgrounds. Interacting with diverse individuals can broaden your outlook. Reflect regularly. Take time to reflect on your own beliefs, assumptions, and reactions. Consider how they may be influenced by your personal experiences and biases. Practice cultural humility. Recognize the limitations on your own cultural perspective and strive to understand and appreciate the perspective of others. Collaborate on projects. Work with individuals who have different expertise, experience or ways of thinking. Collaborative projects encourage the integration of diverse perspectives. And then the final suggestion on how to be better and incorporate strategies is to learn from history. 
study historical events and their outcome to understand how different perspectives shape decisions and actions in the past. Remember that incorporating different perspectives is an ongoing process that requires conscious effort by continuously expanding your own horizon and embracing diversity of thought. You can become a more well-rounded and effective thinker. And you don't have to make the same mistakes that I did in my latest episode. Be better. And this brings us to the end of this episode. There's been a lot of suggestions, uh, examples and strategies. So hopefully you you have a little bit of a break now. And you can incorporate some of these things and listen to the episode again if you feel it's uh, helpful. If you have a suggestion for a future topic or any feedback, feel free to email me at info@arrow.se. Don't forget to subscribe. If you're in Apple Podcast Player or Spotify, press subscribe and you get the latest episode. And if you like it, feel free to share it with your friends and families and co-workers. Thank you for listening this time. And I look forward to recording the next one soon.